0: I'm your host, Kaylee, and I love my career as a venue manager and now owner. I'm a glutton for punishment, coffee addict, and an ambitious leader. I've seen and done some unglamorous things in this chosen career path, but I wouldn't change it for the world. Let's talk about the ups and downs of venue ownership, and I'll fill you in on the crazy stories, give you some knowledge on the nitty gritty details, and share my passion for this industry. Stick around, and I'm sure you're going to understand why. Creating a venue, although rewarding, is elegantly unglamorous. What's up? Are you thriving and surviving this week? <laughs> um, so holiday season starting and my tours are increasing like crazy. So this episode's going to be short. I'm trying to. Keep make the time to actually record all at once because I think that will help, but it does limit me on the staying up to date on certain things that are changing within the world and things that are going down. But, um, I need some listener stories. So send those to me. I want to know your craziest and wild weddings that you've been a part of and worked with. Um, Momzillas, bridezillas, groomzillas, send them all to me. And if you want it to be anonymous, don't list your name. I won't say your name and I won't say your location, but give me the deets. Give me the juicy stories. Cause I want to know. I am totally interested in all that kind of stuff. And to be honest, this is one of the craziest most wild industries to work in and there's so many stories and so many juicy juicy gossip stuff that I love and I'm totally here for it. So send them over to me and um you know I'll share them. Anyways, let's dive on into this week and talk about a really good episode. It's very it's going to be very beneficial to you. So let's dive on in. So money, 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 money. That is why we're all here, right? That is why we're running a business. And I don't want you to ever lose sight of that. Running a business is number one to make money. Number one. Number one, make money. Number two, maybe your own self self fulfillment. <laughs> but number one, you need to make money to have a business. You have to. You you've got to be successful, and in order to have self fulfillment and what you in your business and to love what you do, you got to be able to support yourself and put food on your table and support the business. And there's so many things that go into it. When I first started. I did not consider this very often. I was more in it for my own self-satisfaction of doing weddings and being a part of weddings and being creative. And I just thought that it was going to be super just fun and I was going to make a difference in people's lives. I was going to be a part of the most special day in their life. And then reality sunk in. (laughs) I was pricing myself based on self-satisfaction. I wasn't taking into account this is actually what it cost me to do this and this is what I need to make in order to be successful and to have a successful business and be able to stay open in general and to pay for my kids and and to pay for my student loans because holy shit those things are drowning me and I will forever be in debt. I feel like I'm going to forever be in debt. Why did I need a college education? I don't know. So you know, then I it gets to the point where I I was like, goodness gracious! I really started to focus in on the cost because I was after the first year, and you lose a lot of money. We lost a lot of money the first year, guys. We luckily we were able to stay afloat, but it was hard. It was hard, and a lot of it was because we were stuck at pricing of of the old owners. (laughs) They weren't thriving and surviving. Obviously, we took over, so. I just, listen, it's a business. And I know that we work in an emotional day. You know, we work in an industry that deals with a lot of emotions. It deals with a lot of sentimental feelings and it's over glamorized. And people forget it's a business. And I always try to reference, you know, us to buying a car or us to going to a restaurant. We're a business, we're there to make money. Yes, we love what we do and we want to be a part of the most special day of your life, but we also have to remember we are a business and in order to pay for our bills and to pay for our survival, just like you go to work, we go to work and we have to operate a business. So money, 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 money 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 let's talk about money so pricing how do you price out stuff and that's the big thing that is what we're going to talk about the most today how do you price out your venue and what are your overhead expenses because after doing so much research and figuring out our overhead expenses we did not realize this this we were totally surprised by the cost of running a venue now if you have a new build, it's probably not as bad as what we had to in- endure. but the maintenance costs alone Jesus holy moly it was bad um so taking over a venue that was already you know falling apart and crumbling literally crumbling the roof fell in a couple weeks after we bought the place we we did not realize how much it, it was going to cost to run a venue. Not only do you have the initial purchase costs or build cost of actually, you know, event buying a venue, you've got labor costs on top of that. What is your salary? What are you hoping to make to support yourself? Are you working another job to support the venue? But your ultimate goal would be for you to be an owner and to make money and to have a retirement or to work full time for the business, right? You shouldn't always want to... Have a second job just to keep the business afloat. You should want to pay yourself. That's the point of having a venue. This is either your retirement or this is your actual income. So what do you want to make? How much money do you need to survive? How much money do you need to be comfortable? How much money do you need to take a one family vacation a year? You need to think about that um, because you need to build that into the cost of your venue. And then you also need to build in, of course, the cost of actual loans and maintenance and labor and taxes and permits and fees. And there's so much that goes into it. So first of all, how much are your loans? Divide that by how many expected events you want to have a year. So let's say your venue loan per month is $3,500 a month just for the loan. You want to, I've got to get my calculator out here because I'm not good at math. Um, I can't do this stuff on the spot. So you have $3,500 per month. Multiply that by 12. So you're spending $42,000 a year just for the loan to pay for your business. And that might be, you know, 15 to 30 years. Who knows how long your loan is. If it's an SBA loan, maybe it's like 20 years. I don't know. I don't know what your terms are. But let's say you need to have $42,000 just to pay for the venue. How much do you want to make a year? 60 60 grand? Okay. So you need to also have $60,000 a year to pay for your salary. Then how much does it cost for electric per month? Usually. Utilities. Think about your utilities. How much per month? I don't know. Ours is pretty high. We pay about fifteen hundred dollars a month in electric, so twenty five hundred dollars. I don't know. Let's go high. Um, so that's gonna be, uh, let's say fifteen thousand a year. Uh, no, that's like twenty four thousand a year just in utilities. Um, so then you also have, you know, the expense of your taxes. How much are your property taxes? Let's say five grand. Um, let's say you also have permits. I know it costs us $1,500 for a health permit per year. It costs us $1,500 for alcohol permit per year um and this is not even your cost of goods then maintenance how much is it going to cost you to keep up on the building um landscaping are you doing the mowing yourself how much is that mower Um, are you paying someone to come in and do the landscaping for you so if that's the case let's say 300 dollars per week three six nine so twelve hundred dollars a month on during summer months so let's say, unless you're like in the South where you probably need it all year round, let's say eight grand for landscaping. Then you have like your maintenance, which I would budget $1,000 per month for maintenance, $12,000 a year. Then you also have um, your, and I'm not even considering catering right now (laughs) or like labor costs. Because that's not how we do it. But so then you're looking at $154,000 total a year just for those items that I've already listed. Um, Marketing expenses. Let's say you spend a small budget of $5,000 on marketing. Um, You have taxes. Let's say your taxes are... $25,000 a year. Um, and then, so how many events, that's $184,000 a year you have to make in order to just pay for the venue and your salary. That's no additional labor for floor plan setups. That's no additional labor for, you know, cleanups or anything. That's you doing it all, honey. (laughs) That's you doing it all. So let's say how many events do you want to have a year let's say you do one every weekend. So you have 52 events a year. You need to charge a minimum of $3,500 per rental to pay for that. To just pay for the venue and your salary. $3,500 a year. That's very minimum. Um, That's why clients don't realize our overhead. Clients don't realize this is how much we really have to charge. Uh, And I would say 52 events on your first year is pushing it. Like you might have 20, <laughs> you never know what you're going to have. And that means you're at, you're at a negative. You're really hoping for 52 events. And if you don't get that, you're going to be eating cost on that. So you probably want to charge 4,500 to $5,000 for the rental of your venue. Um, so you know, there's that. And then, um, you know, if you do catering and bar service, you have to th- determine the pricing of food and the pricing of drinks and packages. So, what we normally do is we have set menu items and set things that we know the pricing beforehand when we develop the pricing. And what we do is our food cost is 30% of what we charge, no matter what. Our labor cost is 20% of what we charge. We make 50% off of each person. Per purse cost. Make sense? So not only that, so let's say I charge $20 per person for a buffet item. Um, and 50% of that is $10. So we're making $10 a person on an in an net and net sales for that catering, but that also has to pay for other things. So I mean, you have to also think that if you had 150 people and they were paying $20 a person, 50% of that is $1,500. So you can only spend $1,500 or 30% of that is $900. So you can only spend $900 on food and you can only spend um, $600 on labor. $600 for labor is nothing. So you might have a dishwasher that's gonna cost you 50 bucks. You might have a two kitchen servers that cost you 100 bucks each. Then you have your chef that actually needs to make the food unless you're making the food. Um, and that's gonna cost you at least 400 to $600 per event. So you're way over that already. So you got to really determine the cost, but I think a rule of thumb is to decide how much is your overall fixed cost per year. Things you can't change, which is your loan, your salary per year, your maintenance, no matter what has to be taken care of, Um, your landscaping, that kind of stuff has to be taken care of if you have events or not. And then you need to divide that by your goal. Uh, a low end goal of how many events you need to have. And that needs to be your base rental cost. Now, if you get into catering and bar service, the good rule of thumb is 30% food cost, 20% labor cost, um, and then 50% um, will be net revenue. But that also goes into maintenance costs of everything else. So you got to make a profit, remember? Um, then you also will go into um, bar costs. I would say fifty percent of the cost needs to be. So let's say an ounce of liquor costs you a dollar twenty-five. So you need to at least charge about five dollars a drink. So. Um, there's you got you got to think about what your costs are, and not only that, and on the bar service side, you've got CO2 that you have to think about. If you have beer lines, refrigerated lines, the electric that goes into that. You have to think about um, the labor of the bartenders that go into that. Security. Do you need a security officer on site? The insurance. That is one thing that I didn't even build into the cost um, of per event. So definitely consider insurance. I know ours is in the thousands and thousands of dollar range. It really depends on what services you provide, how high your insurance is going to be. But you have to determine your overhead cost of everything. Then you need to decide what your minimum event count is going to be. One every weekend, 52 weddings a weekend or 52 weddings a year. That's low for someone who's established, but that's high for someone who's just opening. So I would say 20 events is a good, good starting point. Um, so, yeah, you got to make money off of this because you need to be profitable and you need to be able to have reserves in your bank and you need to be able, heaven forbid, we have another COVID issue where you get shut down. Those reserves will be what makes or breaks your business and will help you stay afloat. Um, and not to mention that winter season, you have no income, none. So, well, usually. Usually you don't. I mean, I we get some income, but it's not it's not anything substantial to actually take care of the business. So, we save 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 in the summer so then that way we can get through winter with our reserves. Um plus some to actually put back because we're a business and we need to be profitable and make money. Um we need to have a retirement, people. So there's so many things that go into it, but I think that with the mindset of this is a business, you need to be profitable, it will help you tremendously. It will help you get by and it will help defeat some of those emotional, empathetic things that you want to do, like giving a refund on a deposit due to a cancellation or giving a, or giving a discount because you know somebody you have to remember you're a business and you have to survive and you have to operate like a business this is not this is not charity a wedding is expensive it is definitely the most you know can be the best day of your life but you're also paying to have that best day of your life just as much as you pay for that nice fancy car that you love You're paying for that nice fancy wedding that you will remember for a lifetime. So remember that clients have to pay for that and you are entitled to charge what you need to charge in order to take care of your business and take care of your family. You are a human. Your business is meant to be profitable. You are not meant to break even. You are not meant to lose money because you are in the wedding industry. So... Keep that in mind and that will help you throughout the planning process. Those pricing strategies are very, very, I would say, broad because everybody's different and everybody's cost and overhead are different. Your venue might be millions of dollars and your loan amount might be way more than $3,500 a month but that is a starting point. I can only tell you what we do and how much ours is and what I would estimate, but everybody's different and everybody's venue is never going to be the same. So that's it for today, guys. I hope that this helps you plan out your pricing and helps you have a backbone to charge what you need to charge to make your business successful because your business is, is what supports you and your family and your retirement. And you deserve a retirement and vacations just as much as your client deserves retirement and vacation by working their nine to five job. So, all right, guys, talk to you later and I will see you next week. Do you know another venue owner, event professional, or maybe an entrepreneur that you think will benefit from this podcast. Why don't you share it with them and help me inspire others? Stay informed by following or subscribing to this podcast. You'll be notified each time an episode is posted. You can also follow me for more tips and inspiration on Instagram at podcast or on our website at elegantlyunclamorous.com. I'll see you next time.